You're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 27 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am your host, as always, Bob Chichinsky. Here with my good friend, not Dog Mark this time because life has held him up. But once again, our recurring semi co host, Grammaton Dryad. How is it going, my man? It's going all right. I'm glad to be here. Happy to uh, help share lots of great information with uh, ESO fam. We almost had Dog here, but you know, he was like, I, you know, I just can't handle this. You guys got it. And we're like, you know what? You're right, dog. I'm just kidding. But I hope he hears that and laughs. Anyways, we are going to be talking about all the many, many ways to level and even power level of new character in Elder Scrolls Online. Because, man, you have your one character, your, your main, your favorite, you know, it's the one you play all the time. But... You know, some you, you like to explore. Everyone wants to play the try another class, you know. So fifteen character slots, I think, is no, it's like eighteen max. I don't know what the base is at this point, maybe like ten or something. You got a lot of options. Fill up those slots, go try out all kinds of classes. We're gonna tell you how to level them up. But before we get to that. We have the news for you, as always. Not too much, so we're not going to drag you down with a bunch. Graham, I don't know if you heard, but we're going back to Somerset. Yep, I uh, I heard. I I expected it to happen a year ago, and it didn't, so this is the first one. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely was kind of like an expected thing that didn't really ever happen, but... Here it is, and I will, I guess, take it rather than leave it. Uh, doubles on all the dailies and pretty much all that cool kind of stuff, right? Are you going to be able to get your tickets this time? I know mid-year was tough. Uh, I managed to get enough tickets to get all the berries uh, during mid-year, and I will for sure be able to do that this time. All I will the be... berries? Are you still... Uh, have you have you gotten all the Indrix? Yeah, I have. Oh. Oh man, that yeah. that's pro. Like that's commendable at this point. Yep, and uh, and the uh, celebration coincides with uh, my time off, so I'll for sure be able to get them easily. And uh, yeah, and then there's that new Indrik, which has a new glow, that sweet green glow. Yeah, it. It's kind of funny because it reminded me of like the first Indrik, but like with a different glow. And I was like, yep, I've heard that uh, a few times. I hope and, that's uh, not the road we're going down. I uh, I still like the uh, the original one. I think it's the just the design of it itself. Indrik, is, right? uh, better. The, um, the, uh, the Dawnwood yeah. one, the first one. The Dawnwood. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it's like, what's that called? But yeah, like the Donald one. But I like that it has a green glow. And anyway, I am looking forward to it mostly because uh, uh, I have a baby uh, poison build uh, DK on PC that is going to 
ride that because they're a wood elf and it's like the perfect thing. All right. All right. Ride, so. Well, as long as it's going to fit some RP for you, then that's I right. That's okay. Some sort of thematic coloring. Yep. Green on green on green. So. Um, I guess if I have to add one last thing about the Hendrix for all the people at Zoss that aren't listening, but I'm just saying if we're starting to like recycle things with different glows, oh my God, please give me that white Indrick with the blue glow and I'll be happy. I'll stop complaining about Indrix and you could just put out purple and yellow and all the color Indrix, whatever. Now, the celebration is going to be from 723, which is going to be Thursday, to 84, which I did not look at calendars, but I'm assuming is going to be a Tuesday. And there's going to be all the good stuff. Uh, you know, you're going to get double daily drops, no double XP. So uh, don't don't get excited for that or anything, but. You're going to get extra little Somerset uh, boxes. So lots of cool stuff. The article is out there on uh, ElderScrollsOnline.com. I'll let you guys go check that out if you want to read about it in depth. And uh, not really much else for the news. There's one thing that I just got to comment on because I think it is absolutely insane. Is uh, one of the uh, just like big time community members on uh twitter got banned recently because and just like no warning just out of nowhere and i guess it had something to do with some weird housing thing but if i'm gonna say anything about this i just want to say you know like you ever sometimes you see a bug anything just like leave it alone man because even if it's literally something that doesn't matter at all they will ban people for it and, you know, even though there's, like, bots and, you know, people in Cyrodiil cheating and stuff that, you know, aren't happening, people do get bans for dumb stuff. So be careful when you see that stuff. And Runes, if you're listening, I hope it, uh, that it all gets sorted out for you, man. We, uh, we believe that you weren't trying to exploit anything. But, yeah. So stay, stay away from from sketchy stuff just like in real life but uh that's just you know always always a good uh, you know thing to keep in the back of your mind even if it seems fun but current state of Cyrodiil let's just jump right into that because I got a little bit of stuff to say um since I've already been talking here for a bit though, Graham, I know you haven't got to play pretty much any PvP. Uh, did you have any, uh, you know, mid-year moments or, you know, some fun uh, stuff at all recently you got to get into? Uh, no, not really. I mean... Uh, yeah, I know you got to run with us like one night at the start of the event pretty much. Yeah, and I think that was the only time that I actually played played. I think all the other times it was just getting tickets, so it was either holding on to previously completed quests and turning them in, or doing a scouting mission, and that was pretty much it. So, just that one night, I think uh, we got like 100k or something. I think I only even played, I only was able to play for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Like, it was a very short duration, so... 
sadly, uh, I am not as up to date on the current state of Cyrodiil. So this is going to be some great information. Well, I wish I could uh, tell you that it's going smooth in there, but man, like Grey Host, I think. <clears throat> I think that like during mid year, it got a little bit of separation with people moving, branching out into other campaigns. And now it is just packed again because people enjoyed mid year. So now they want to get back and, you know, play. I have had huge queues and I'm not complaining about that. Like if I'm sitting at a 30 plus queue every night for DC, even on a weeknight, that's fine. Um, but it's so the input lag is so laggy. Like I can't, you know, I'm running this harmony necro build and it's a pretty cheesy little build, but it's so fun. And like, I can't do anything. I cannot time my ults and my things going off. It is a madhouse, And that's usually bad. Like, just on a normal, you know, build when you're trying to get stuff off. But especially when you're trying to, like, do the synchronized AoEs and everything. It's just like, oh, man. This is tough. So, I did venture back into uh, Blackreach and Ravenwatch a little bit. It's been still nice down there. Uh, DC is still doing really good in uh black reach so that's always nice to just hop down there and just chill there's usually a lot of dc on but yeah as far as just general cyrodiil i hope that uh quarter three will give it some love there's some things in there with the performance and the way they're working with aoe's again and stuff i'm really hoping cyrodiil feels better feels like it used to like it maybe even a, like a year ago, like input skill wise, because it was smooth. So yeah. I would like it to be smooth again. It'd be very nice to have an intended type of combat experience in Cyrodiil instead of having to fight enemy players and you know the uh, performance at the same time. Yeah, it's nice to just fight players, and it's like the probably server that like your skills feel the best because there's pretty much never as many people as raven watch no cp and it's like well now i have to sacrifice playing with champion points to have a you know decent feel experience like from the game so i don't know I mean, I do like no CP combat, but I also do like these huge, crazy battles in Greyhouse. Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, I, I think regardless of CP, no CP, whatever, the best experience is a true war. And that's got that's where you have a lot of people, you know, even if you're not full, at least two bars on all the factions is great. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. So I'll let that lead us right into our Grey Host score update. We have all six servers for you once again, guys. I told you we would get it done. 
Um, it was it was close. If Graham hadn't had a little bit of a headache and needed a little bit of time before we recorded, then I wouldn't have the PS4 scores. So it worked out perfectly. And Dog pretty much showed up and didn't end up recording, but he did get like the Xbox and PC EU scores, so we can shout him out for that, I guess. Good work, Dog. So in PC NA Greyhost, we have EP leading 84k, DC in second 75.3k, and AD in third, right behind them, only 500 points, 74.8k. So it is a very close battle for second place there. Uh, first place, Evan Hart, they are dominating. 9k ahead. Campaign's coming to an end. I do not have the days, but it's it's getting close. And Evan Hart is a sizable lead. In EU, things are a bit closer. Evan Hart is still leading, 77k. AD in second, 76k. And DC in last, with 71k. So, Evan Hart packed. They swept PC Greyhost last month. This month, they are once again leading both. Uh, EU is pretty close, though. AD might give them a run for their money. DC has got to get back up there. Don't finish last, DC. Come on, man. So, Graham, would you like to uh, take dogs, you know, fill in that dog space here and give these Xbox scores this week? Yeah, for sure. So, um, for Greyhost on Xbox NA, uh, in first we have Daggerfall Covenant at 41,000. And mm-hmm. then second is AD at 25,000. So a whopping 16,000 difference. And last is EP at 22,000. So second and third, you know, pretty competitive. Um, DC is holding a substantial lead. And uh, if they keep that up, then uh, we'll have a DC win on Xbox NA. That's our home beautiful absolutely beautiful man and a 16k lead this early in the campaign is wow that's significant absolutely it should demoralize so i mean even if uh the dc crew which probably has no signs of slowing down slacks a little bit uh they've they've set themselves a good lead it's like a solid m push you know you get that nice gap up front Oof, it's hard to hard for everybody else to catch up. Hard to dig out of that hole. Yep. And then uh, across the pond, Xbox EU, we have uh, AD in the front with 36,000. Um, DC in second at 30,000. And then EP last at 23,000. So pretty standard 6,000, 7,000 uh, gap between them. Um which is a decent one, but definitely um, closable. So uh, DC can definitely make a comeback. I feel like DC is normally the the one. DCAU crew is usually pretty strong. So I hope they uh, find that strength again and pull ahead. Yeah, I, I think they could definitely muster a comeback. They've got some time, but you know we'll give it to AD for now because... You know, they, they don't leave that often, so they could have that one. But as I say that, 
we go into the PS4 and A scores, and guess freaking what? AD leads once again. They have 32K, much narrower lead this time, over Ebonheart Pact, who has 31K, and Daggerfall Covenant, unfortunately, bringing it up in last place. Another 1,000 behind, 30K. So... That is your PS4 NA scores AD now leading two campaigns. Whew. A third of them. Whew. That's wild. Uh, Ebonheart Pact is leading for the EU side of things on PS4. 33K. Daggerfall Covenant in second with 32K. And Aldmary Dominion back in last. 28 and a half. So... There's a uh, a good amount of uh, variation in the uh, the servers. I mean, still mostly Evan Harpack at the top. So I like. I wish I played in all six. Like I wish I had time to you know dedicatedly play in all six and really see. Yeah. Like what you know, like why Evan Harpack is so strong everywhere if they just. Like on Xbox, they just have numbers, man. The Evan Hard numbers is just like always Zergen. And it seems like their Zergs are like the whole like faction just like Zergs together. But my uh, my my standing theory EP everywhere is gonna have the numbers. Yeah, the Skyrim faction, man. Yep, for sure. But you know, I, it, I, they take advantage of you know what they've got, so they do. They make it work. So I'll give them, I'll give them that credit for show. And DC, you know, I, I don't really know what DC's strong point is. AD, like on Xbox at least, they have a lot of ball groups. So where a, AP, EP Zergs, AD has like a lot of ball groups. DC is really just kind of like all over like we'll just do whatever and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah i i think that's pretty uh pretty accurate on the xbox side of things yeah maybe maybe one of these times i'll try and like really really go hard on some ps4 or pc just to see how it feels for a bit yeah and i think it'd be really cool you know if uh people who main pc or ps4 but like from all different factions you know, shared kind of what their experience is. It'd be pretty cool to uh, to hear about. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, Bob, if you are doing all these cool Cyrdo things and uh, you need to make another character, you know, maybe you uh, need to make one on another faction to join another friend because you're, you're too cheap to buy an alliance change token. Or maybe you wanted to try a new PvP class how how do I do that? What's the best way to level somebody up for, you know, whatever content I need? Well, you are a man with great questions, and you have come to the right place. Because today we are talking all about leveling here in our favorite game, Elder Scrolls Online. Amazing. It is. It's honestly amazing. And there is a lot of amazing things that go along with leveling. And there's a lot of little kind of intricacies 
that can help you out along the way. Now, Graham, when you're leveling, you're starting a new tune. You want it to be a certain faction. You want to try a new class. The first thing you're going to do is literally those things. And those are like super, super important. That's and I true. Don't want to just skip over that because, like, you can easily get stuck on just one class and you can easily get stuck on just like the meta or anything, really. Or even just like, man, when I started the game, I was like, this is what I played in, uh, you know, Oblivion and Skyrim. I was always a Breton and I always. Just kind of did whatever because that's how you could play those games. Swords, you know, magic, shields, you know, whatever. You could just do it all pretty much. Bows, that's really what I was looking for, but shields came out. I don't know. But those are the decisions you want to make. And I would recommend just trying, like, everything. You could almost go down the list of classes and play them. Magicka, like magic based, stamina based, or even health based. You could try and tank everything. You could try and heal everything. Now, I'm giving you a lot of options, and we just want to make sure you guys understand that they're there. All the classes are viable to do anything. And that's why we really want to talk about leveling because you could literally fill up 18 slots of characters trying out pretty much everything along the roadmap and you will almost guaranteed to find your you know your home your favorite like personal favorite build but you know some sometimes you just never find it but regardless get your build and you want to level it absolutely and you have, you know, so many different options. And what's really cool about ESO, as we all know, is you can respect things all the time. So if you have one class, you can change it down the road to whatever you need, which is super awesome, giving you that flexibility. But what you cannot do is change your class. So that's why it's really nice to be able to level after you play your first character. You do a bunch of stuff. You're just exposed to the game. But now you want to try something different. You want to try another class. And then you skip to that new class. You're like, I don't have anything. I can't do anything because I'm a new level one. And I have to level things up in order to try out all these cool things. So that's that's what this is going to be about. Is trying something new. Getting something out there. And figuring out how to do it. It's a great note, Graham. And I'll add to that right now while I'm remembering it. The fact that I believe it's level 44 or 45, you get a uh, not only an attribute respect scroll, but a skill respect scroll as well. So you really like can level, just try everything while you're leveling if you want. And then you're going to get a scroll to really choose what you want to go towards in the end game. Afterwards. Yep. It's a freebie, absolutely. So you could. Level however you want. Like even if you want to make a tank, you could level a DPS to fit your uh, leveling format as well. It might be level forty-three, but it's definitely low to mid forties. So, 
now we've got all our mindset and everything ready, you know. So what's important to focus on when you're leveling, Graham? Mm, that's a great question. So, I mean, the things that are going to be important on leveling is obviously your experience because that's how you level up. Um, and then things in order for your build that you're going to need is going to be the skills that you plan to use on your bar and the skill points that you're going to need to invest into those passives and skills like that. So um, the important thing when focusing on leveling is how you're going to get your XP, maybe how you're going to get your skill points, and what things on your bar are you going to level so that you can get the morphs you need. Um, so kind of thinking forward on maybe what you want to do. And even if you don't know what you want to do for skills, you can just unlock each uh, active skill, put it on your bar, level it up till it morphs, and then swap it out. Um, but there's lots of little tricks like that. But the most important thing is experience, 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 and then maybe some skill points so you can you know try out different skills. All right, and so when you're farming for you know trying to get levels, it's not only just about the numbers you're trying to get. But it is also about the skill points, and it does do you a lot of good to think about, you know, what way do I want to farm? Because certain ones can help you in the long run. Like Graham is talking about skill points, different ways of farming and getting levels can get you more skill points, which can help you in the long run, because no matter what you do, in Elder Scrolls, no matter what way you want to make a character, how you want to play the game, you are going to need skill points. Absolutely. And I mean, you can get experience from so many different things in ESO. That's just kind of cool. So, you know, if you're looking for skill points, some of the ways you can get skill points besides just naturally leveling up would be doing specific quests or quest lines, um, which is really cool. Um, you can also earn skill points by completing um, Undaunted Dungeons for the first time or ranking up in PvP by raising your Alliance rank as well. So, that, so those are some other types of activities to consider when you're leveling to also get those skill points. Yeah, so like every... Not every quest, but... If you go through like each faction and do their main kind of story for the faction, those big like big quests in there will have skill points that they'll reward you with. And then also most of the DLC's main stories, you could get a few skill points out of there too. So those are yep. always nice. And uh also on top of that, like you know, dungeons, like Graham just said, every single dungeon skill point for doing the quest so i know you probably clearly can't count how many there are in your hand at this point because there's so many there's so many there's a lot of skill points for you to go out and get lots of experience and um that pretty much leads right into the types of leveling we could talk about because right at the top of the list we've got quests i mean it's like one of the uh not maybe the fastest way, but it is a very like, you know, relaxed way. You could really, you know, 
deep dive into the game. Yeah. At this point, you could pick a region of like so many anywhere around the world of Tamriel and just go hard. And what's neat about, you know, questing is you're going to be entertained throughout that leveling process. Um, it's it's going to feel the least redundant. Um, it's going it's going to give you some interesting story, some lore, whatever. And then you're going to get to do a bunch of things along the way. You're going to naturally be exploring areas. You're going to naturally be killing enemies um, because all those things are part of quests and questing. But you're right. It absolutely will definitely take more time because you're going to be talking to NPCs most likely um, and having to listen to uh, their banter or watch them do a scripted uh, animation or um, cut scene, quote unquote. Things like that. So, it's a great point, though the fact that it's the only real like leveling system where you're having stories told to you the entire time, and like the writing in this game is so well done. Even in the base game, there are some real gems there that if you don't just go do all the quests in a region, you will miss them a lot of the time. So, it is definitely highly recommended. And for, like, if you're listening and you're doing your first ever character, this is really a great way and, like, highly recommended. We don't, like, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is for leveling, uh, like, alternate characters, like we have mentioned. So if you are just starting and you want to, you know, like, how can I level and still, like, you know, help myself understand the game and you know, maybe get into it a little, a little bit more. Um, you know, maybe you played Morrowind in the past and you want to go check out, like, you know, Vardenfell, or maybe you played Daggerfall in the past, and I'm pretty sure that has, like, a, a, many places around High Rock. But, you know, you go check out Stormhaven and just go through, or, yeah, Stormhaven, and go through all of their quests. I mean, there's so many different regions and you can draw inspiration from a lot of them to find one that like really suits you and go through and just learn all the quests that'll teach you about the region, about the people from there, all the culture. And on top of that, it will like leveling up at that kind of not slow pace, but you know, it's a moderate pace and it will allow you to unlock things and, you know, try everything out. And that's really important if you're brand new. So first time leveling character, just want to throw that out there. That is super important. And uh, this will help you take your time while leveling and, you know, really get to have the ESO experience that a lot of us had at the very start. Absolutely. It's definitely the most natural for sure. Yeah. What's um what what's maybe a less natural or a more uh intentional type of leveling system? What what's something else? What's another type? Well, let's go from the probably most natural to one of the most unnatural and farmed things out there in Tamriel. Uh if you've ever gone to Alakir desert you already know what we're talking about you've seen people asking for dolmen groups go farm the dolmens um you know every dolmen 
that closes is a slap to Molag Ball's face. So that's you got true. That ball for you. And every Tolman that closes is also a wealth of experience for you if you are there fighting it or in a group of people that is fighting it around you. The important thing about Dolmans is making sure you get in there and, you know, get some hits on some stuff and make sure that it, you know, recognizes you were there and you participated. And Dolman farming is prominent everywhere. You can go to a region where they have really good sets like Deshaun with Mother's Sorrow and Plague Doctor or uh, Green Shade. Is it Green Shade Spinners? Maybe it's Malvator. Malvator is Spinners. Malvator. So, you know, like those are just a couple, but um, you could go pick one of those. The Dolman Farms there are usually pretty active. Um, And you know Dolmans at this point. They're the huge loud thing. You go check them out. Um, Most you could probably almost solo a dolmen at this point i mean they're not the hardest thing in camriel anyway and absolutely you know all of those um dolmens the uh the amount of enemies and stuff scales to the number of players present um so they're absolutely soloable um sometimes the boss can be a little bit tougher if you're a newer player but you get you know even two three people and more then it's super easy and all of the new DLC areas also have things that are equivalent to Dolmens. Um, Year of the Dragon elsewhere gave us dragons. Um, Somerset coming up has geysers. And the most recent one um, with Western Skyrim has harrow storms. So those are all similar things that you can farm people in group. You can look for those types of groups and go through using the way shrines and go through those different places and, and farm them over and over again. And what's really nice about that is that you also get typically a lot of jewelry from those sets like Bob was discussing. Um, and jewelry is really helpful because uh, it's one of the more expensive things to craft. Um, so getting some jewelry sets um, can be really nice. And getting jewelry materials is just really nice, period. So. Um, pretty awesome yeah and like it's really good to go to those places like we mentioned but then again we brought up aliker at the start because i cannot even describe how insane the dolmen train of xp is there all three dolmens are very very close to the way shrines and it's pretty much just designed for running an XP train. And man, there is always like it's pretty much 24 7, 365 for like the last, I don't know, at least three years that I've yeah. seen. Um, I never really leveled it that way until like then. But I mean, I remember the first time I found him was like, oh my gosh, these people are just doing this nonstop. And yeah. It is like There's very little downtime, which yeah, is, which is nice. And it's you know, crazy. with with domains, like you said, you know, you just have to participate. So, hitting any enemy, um, closing any pinion, um, contributing in even the minor aspect will get you credit for when it gets finally closed. Um, and you'll get that experience, and the chest will appear, which is really cool. 
Um, a good thing to use is uh, AOEs because uh, especially if you're on you know a train and there's a lot of people, sometimes it takes a little bit to actually have things visibly spawn. But if you drop AOEs, you'll see damage markers even though you can't see enemies. So that's a good way to uh, get your contribution. Plus, um, you know the way experience works is if you hit an enemy, you get credit for that. You don't steal it, but you also get credit. So drop in AOEs on dolmens or lots of places um, will be really helpful for getting that um, experience and so forth. And that's why you also see these large groups running it too, because sometimes you do have a hard time seeing stuff load in. And you may, like, some of the dolmens go so fast, I specifically always think of the Goat's Head Oasis Way Shrine one. Yeah. That it's just, like, gone every time I get there, almost. So, I, like, I don't see the ads, and I can't physically, like, do anything to get the XP, really, unless I'm in a group. And they're doing stuff, and someone will get a hit on something if you've got 10 players in there. And you guys will all get credit for the Dolmen. Now, one other thing before we get off Dolmens. Doing Dolmens the first time ever. Oh my gosh. That is a load of experience. Oh yeah. So, And and by the first time, you are referring to when you've never done a Dolmen before and it's black on your map, and then you get that extra bonus XP for completing it the first time, and it becomes white, right? Yeah, and there's three per region. So it's not really too bad when you think about it. That's 15 per faction. I mean, that's doable. Um, You also get a really cool title for doing every um, Dolmen. In Tamriel, enemy of Cold Harbor, or no, 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 sorry, savior of Nern, and yeah. you also have to do the Cyrodiil ones for that. So I will just throw that in there. But man, it's a lot of experience. Sometimes I like to just like pick a faction and just go through all the regions as fast as I can and get all the dolmens. Sometimes you get lucky and like no one's really doing them, so you can kind of control like how fast it's spawning. Just do one and then go check. You know which next one has popped up, and no one will be there, so you could do it yourself again. So, dolmens are a great way to level for sure. And the train in Alakur is like if you want a fast way, you turn on some Netflix, power level, go just just ride the train, man. Yep. And then you know I was talking about AOEs, and, and AOE skills are really helpful, even if you're not using them, but someone is helping you level and they're using them, um, such as the infamous Skyreach Catacombs, um, which is essentially a specific locale instance where they're doing pulls, where they're pulling lots of ads and killing them. So uh, I believe you've leveled a, a fair amount of characters this way, right? So how does ad pulls and like groups help how is that a system yeah well definitely like you're saying aoe's are a big help i mean even if you're getting having someone help you through it even just having an aoe to throw down to do some extra damage can be really helpful you know for that person but um pulls are a great way they're all this was a main way of leveling back in the day especially for like vet ranks 
there were like when uh you know before one tamriel when things were locked down you know so you would find uh areas where people were just farming big pulls big pulls and it's pretty much like dog likes to say you know he likes to go through a dungeon and do huge pulls pull the whole dungeon <laughs> that's what people are doing in skyreach they're doing dog level pulls um skyreach is a three pull thing that's why people love it you know, pull the entire first thing and it's like boom you kill everything the experience is just insane now people really like the places where it's like secluded and you're to yourself that's why skyreach is so awesome because it's a group instance so no one's in there with you you control the ad pull yourself and if you have someone who's a you know freaking awesome dude in there who's just putting out all kinds of damage they could pretty much run almost solo that and run people through it and get them crazy xp if you go to craglord and you will see people selling runs of skyreach or at least they did for a long time i don't know if people still do that probably though i can almost guarantee it so that's what people really like uh the solo instances skyreach is really popular um there are really some other great ones of course another one i don't know why aliker just always pops up but there's a zombie spawn out to the east there and one little like it's it's not really a, a group instance but yeah at the very end of that like story zone way in the east there's an area where there's a bunch of uh and then another common one also in the alicare is that northern beach like just north of sentinel you'll usually run into two or three people there too oh man uh, dude i ran i like that north beach of sentinel i've so much experience was from like vet eight to vet nine and there's so many places too like there's a really great place in cold harbor even there's um places in uh, green shade there's there's tons of places and there's tons of videos out there for a lot of them uh, if you're just looking for like killing ads um, big pulls xp um, training gear etc all that stuff you'll be able to find a ton of spots um, that exist um, and if you are in one of those areas and you're just trying to pull a bunch of enemies somebody else is doing the same thing um, even if you're not conflicting, even if you're doing like the same polls, which is cool, you can consider asking them if they want to group up because then you will 100% share all of those kills and you'll get a little bit more experience because you're grouped. So definitely an alternative. If you are uh, trying to do one of these, and you're like, oh, great, someone's already doing it. Uh you can always be like, hey, you want to group up so we're not ruining each other's stuff? And uh, a lot of times people will. It's really cool. Yeah, and what I've found is the like if you just uh, see someone messing something up and assume that they're doing it on purpose or just like, you know, they're stupid or whatever, it really, you know, that doesn't really help anything. So if you try and like help someone like communicate and work it out, Usually everyone wants to get the most XP, but believe me, you do get the people who are just like, no, I'm going to do what I want. So, you know, whatever, do what you want, dude. 
We had one dude just get so pissed one time. I don't think you were there, Graham, but we we're at a zombie farm and he was just messing it up. And we we're like, oh, dude, you know, like if you follow us, we're doing the thing. And he's like, no, I'm just going to do this. And we're like, okay. And I was like, I don't care. But um, one of our other friends, you know, he doesn't really come around these days, but uh, he was like, just pushing the guy, pushing the guy, and the guy was like, "Let's duel, man! Let's duel! Let's, like, let's ten duel for ten million gold." It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> people get crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, so pools, um, great, great way to farm XP. I, like I said, you hear me talk about vet ranks. It's way back in the day, but the amount of time put into farming each one. Oh man, I just remember like I would just take a break after I hit each vet rank and just like chill. Just be like, yeah, I'm vet nine now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a euphoria because it was just such a ridiculous grind. So, what about dailies, Graham? There's Daily, like, dailies are another thing. I mean, all kinds the, of dailies. there's tons of daily quests that are the little blue uh, arrow quests. Um, a lot of dailies are tied to other things that drop. Uh, a lot of times in DLC zones, um, it's tied to motif drops or um, something else that's really cool that can um, be dropped. You have delve dailies, you have world boss dailies, um, you have sometimes the new equivalent of dolmens, like the geysers, the dragons, the harrow storms dailies. Um, all of those dailies um, will usually give you s- something really cool as in the chest reward or the um, the pouch reward, which is really cool. Um, and you're going to naturally be fighting things, and you're going to turn in that actual quest as well. Um, so it's a little bit more of a directed um, grind, um, but it's going to give you a little bit more diversity than um, something like Dolmens or Adpoles. Um, but it's going to be a little bit more um, efficient because you're doing just specifically that task than uh, quests. And then a lot of times, like if you do the ones for um, the Undaunted, the Mages Guild, or the Fighters Guild, you know, you're going to also be getting um, experience and things towards um, some of those factions or getting um, rewards that... um, are a little bit more unique or interesting. So there are all these dailies and a lot of them are overland and go pick them up and you go do all these things. But what about these dungeon and battleground dailies you find in the activity finder that give you these like special little like kinds of things? That's a great question. So, um, once a day, and it's not uh, reset at a specific time. It's it's a cooldown based on when you last do it. Um, every day, you can get a huge amount of experience for a daily random dungeon um, or a daily um, battleground um, major or minor victory, which means that you just don't get last. Um, so if you get first or second place with your team, you'll get that reward as well. And the first one is a massive amount. Um, you'll also get a purple reward in your mail. Um, and then subsequent times, you could keep doing it over and over again. 
um, subsequent times you'll get um, some blue rewards. And it'll be, I think it's like a third of that first amount of XP. But uh, it is an absurd amount. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you do those every day, sprinkled in between some of these other leveling systems, whew, you are going to skyrocket. Yeah, that is... It's such a crazy, crazy amount of experience you get that first like dungeon and battleground. It's like yeah. wow, that especially if you're trying to do like level like champion points and you're enlightened. Like oh my goodness. Which, speaking of enlightenment, um, let's talk about like ways that help you level faster. I mean. Come on, everyone from like since Halo freaking three, I've been getting double XP. Can I get double XP in Elder Scrolls, Graham? <laughs> you you can, you can. Yes. Um, there's there's uh there's a few different ways that those types of things can happen. The 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 big thing that people talk about double XP in any game is usually like an event. Um, so there's lots of different events where we get double XP, um, which is a hundred percent more. But there's also lots of other things that you can intentionally pick up anytime. Um, for many people who are, are used to the daily login rewards, um, every once in a while you get experience scrolls. Um, and experience scrolls um, can boost your experience gain um, from all sources. Um, quests, exploration, combat, everything. Um, anywhere from 50% more to... Um, 150% more, um, which is pretty crazy. Um, so that's a lot. Um, but also, if you don't have scrolls from a uh, daily login reward, you can also go buy pots from people too. So you can either use a scroll or a, a potion to get you some of those gains. Yeah, and some of the recipes can be kind of intense to try and get, or, or seem intense at least. I mean, um, you know, to get the best potion, XP potion, mythical, ethereal, ambrosia, or whatever, you gotta get an aetheric cipher, which is pretty much the rarest job in the game. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about rare stuff, but like Graham said, you could buy these things already made from guild traders, I think like 25k. Uh, last time I checked for one of the like highest ones we're talking 150 percent for 30 minutes and uh that 30 minutes can get buffed if you have the uh drink passive in the provisioning skill line it makes drinks last longer that works for your uh xp potion drinks so yeah keep that in mind that's that's very very important uh it's awesome and then the uh last time i checked the the lower one the 50 percent um, was a lot more affordable. But yeah, if you're, I think if like you're looking 3K for, maybe. Yeah, something, that sounds about right. But if you're looking for like like high intensity, sh short duration, um, those are the types of things. And then one of the tricks for a lot of those is um, if you're expecting a big um, XP drop, like, oh, you're about to finish a dolmen for the first time, or you're about to turn in a quest, or um, you're about to you're finish that random dungeon. Finish that random dungeon just before um it, that's when you use it and then that way you'll automatically get it and then you can immediately speed into your next um 
leveling decision to try to get those XP gains very quickly. Yeah, don't pull a bob when you have these on and just stand around and waste your time <laughs> because the timer ticks down, all right? And the timers, the timers tick down in game time. So if uh, if you're like, oh, shoot, I just used this. I only got 20 minutes left, but I have to go take the trash out real quick. Log out. Log out. Go do your life thing. Come back in, and your timer will be where it was. Yeah, that's definitely definitely very important, too. And uh, as far as, like, yeah, that last one, the biggest one, rarest drop in the game, I know that sounds crazy. But... If you do your provisioning writs, which is just like, even I had to stop and think about it because it's weird to me that you get this from provisioning writs, but it's because it's a recipe. It's a drink recipe. And uh, the if you get the highest of the provisioning writ rewards, you have a chance every day to get a piece of the Sigic Ambrosia recipe. There are seven pieces, and you put them together, and yeah, they uh, create the Sigic Ambrosia recipe. Now, these used to be rare. These used to be like, oh, man, can you craft the pots, the XP drink, man? But now it's like, you know, everyone has this. Um, I actually went into, like, my storage thing because I would just drop the pages in there because I don't care about them anymore after I had one like full recipes uh, i checked and i had like four like things to make four recipes it's like oh my gosh so i made them and i was like i'm gonna be so rich and i went and they are not selling for a lot now i think you could get them for like thirty thousand in a guild bank not too bad if you're on xbox hit me up i got one just i got two sitting in the bank i can just give one to you <laughs> but um yeah so it's definitely definitely a very important thing and don't i mean even if you get the recipe it takes sigic or sigic it takes perfect row so it's not something that is just easily like oh my gosh i could craft a billion xp pots no it's probably if you're wanting to do a bunch 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 of the 50 percent ones it's probably almost easier to buy them because perfect row is so expensive but You know, that those options are out there for you guys. And then uh, the last one, very, very important as well, training trait on your gear. Every single piece of gear you're wearing can have a trait called training that gives 7% extra experience every time you kill something. Right, Graham? Yep. And those will add up so you can get a a pretty solid, you know, essentially a XP scroll or a base pot for free constantly for any kill. So the training gear is really nice because it's just an all-time, like 100% uptime um, XP boost. But it only affects the uh, experience you gain from kills. So... Um, you'll still benefit from while questing. You'll still benefit by doing some of your dailies, depending on the daily you do. Um, and you'll benefit to some degree from dolmens. Um, but that that's going to be the absolute best thing to do, especially during ad pulls, because you're getting your experience exclusively from killing enemies. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean... 
but like probably the first thing you know i do is like throw some training gear on a low level character because i mean it doesn't always because it is from kills so it's not like just like this all-time awesome thing like but, uh, i mean to have that up all the time i mean you're gonna yeah. kill stuff no matter what you're trying to do yeah in eso so you're gonna naturally benefit from it so it's worth having for sure yeah and the way it stacks on all pieces i mean mm-hmm. there's literally no reason not to have it yep so and, uh, and yeah i mean and you know so w- whatever it is all these different types you know quests domains, pulls, dailies, including writs, which is a great way to also make money, too. Um, you know, you do do what these, look at these different things, think about what appeals to you, and then you have so many different options. And then if you want it to go quicker, if it feels like, oh, it's a little grindy, you can switch it up. You can use scrolls, you can use potions, you can use training gear, um, you can use uh, the timeliness of an event. You can use all those different things that help you level and level faster. And crafters, this is, or just anyone, like, I don't even know why I say crafters. This is literally for the training trait that is on every piece of gear. This is something you need to get researched so you could craft it, you could put it on other tunes, you can make it so when you start out a character, you're going to have all these buffs and just because i know we're wrapping this section up and i just thought of it um if you have eso plus you get an automatic 10 percent uh experience increase at all times so little you know little billboard for that plus you also there is one totally side thing i will just throw in there so someone's not like hey man you didn't even see this um if you get a pledge of Mara, you can pretty much, you know, me and Graham, I would, you know, propose to him, be like, Graham, will you wear the ring of Mara? And he would be like, yes. And then we would spin in a circle together and have rings. <laughs> and yep. this, is, this is true. Do not try me on this, guys. This and then true. when those two specific characters are questing, doing dolmens, doing pulls, doing dailies together, they'll both benefit from uh, that boost experience if they have the ring equipped. Yeah, and it's character-specific, not account. So you have to make sure that you do it on two characters you want to level together. Or if it's, like, your main and you guys are going for CP, etc. But, you know, it's helpful. It's 10, 10 more percent. All these things stack. It's true. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, we get me and Graham talking and we can go forever. I promise not too much more for you guys. We do want to have our little mid break here. Mid, I know it's late, mid, late, middle. Okay. So, um, we do have a review. We got another one and I'm, I'm just always so excited when we get one. This one is from Shvey and it's a five-star review. And the title is Loving the Show So Far. Chevet states, Started listening a few weeks ago after I heard Lotus of Doom mention you guys a few times on Tales of Tamriel, another awesome ESO podcast. 
I'm a fellow Xbox player myself, and I recognize the name Bob Chichinsky from the Lobby campaigns back in the Blackwater Blade and Kind days. Anyways, lots of great information can be found here, and also fun banter from Bob and Dogged. Well, thank you so much, Shvay. Um, I don't know what your gamer tag is. Maybe it's Shvay. Because, I don't know, it just kind of, like, seemed familiar. And then you said that you recognized Bob. And I was like, wait, wait. I don't know. But um, that's super awesome. I know that, like, people see Bob Chinsky. I mean, that is, like, just... I've been told too many times that it's a standout name. That people are just like, we'll remember. But also, I've had people be like, dude, who the heck are you? I'm like, do you remember we played that time? But um, thank you so much before I go on a total rabbit hole, Shvay. Uh, thank you for reviewing us. Thank you for listening. Super appreciate it. Uh, Lotus always shouting us out on Tails. He was shouting me out. I was just in their chat yelling at them before I was even podcasting. So, um, yeah. Blackwater Blade, man. Those were the days. Those were the days. But, yeah. Thank you so much, Shvay, for, uh, for taking time out of your day. And... Uh, reviewing our little cast here helps get the eyes helps helps us get back into those charts sometimes we're in them sometimes we're not right now now we might be in them you never know sooner but anyways we also as always want to take this little middle portion of our episode to remind you guys we're a part of the wildly popular robots radio podcast network where you can find us and many other great shows at robotsradio.com Net. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amaranth. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of january you can find us on itunes podbean or wherever you get your podcasts from hey everyone it's your host bob chichinski here with some exciting news for you have you ever heard of loot crate they offer all kinds of awesome bundles sent directly to your door with all kinds of different themes including our favorite series the elder scrolls and also other cool themes like fallout Marvel, gaming, anime, all kinds of stuff. Honestly, there's a bunch. You guys should definitely go check it out. And as part of the Robots Radio Network, we here at the Red Diamond Courier are excited to offer you guys a sweet 15% off discount to your first order with Loot Crate on any of the awesome crates we mentioned above. Not only does it get you a discount on some limited edition merch, it also helps support our show with every crate sold. So, if you're interested, make sure that you use the link in our show notes down there. You know, just scroll down in our episode there. You'll see it because that's how they know that we sent you there. Then all you have to do is use the code ROBOTSRADIO to get your 15% off discount. We thank you guys very much for all the support, as always. And now, back to the show. All right, Graham. You still awake on me, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That's what I like to hear. 
you know, we're, we're pushing it. It's only like, you know, the next day by now. We started one day, now it's another day. So, you know. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for chilling with us. We wanted, I wanted to have a nice, you know, big episode for this week. Uh, the last couple of weeks, me and Dog were just really busy. This week, Dog's not even here, but, you know, uh, Graham always comes through. Me and Graham can talk forever. So, we we just have a little bit more to wrap on some of uh, our stuff because Talos knows how many tunes I have leveled in Elder Scrolls. It's ridiculous. And many of them the same way, many of them different ways, all kinds of different ways. Graham, I know is probably the same. This dude is a, well, actually I don't think day one, right? Somewhere in there after more one, but a long time. Uh, yeah. Pre pre Morrowind, pre Morrowind. Okay, that's what pre pre Homestead, but only by a few months. Okay, pre One Tamriel. Uh, yes, that Tamriel just by a few months. So, Graham, my freaking dude, in your opinion, tell me what what's your favorite? What are the best pulls? What are your favorite dolmens? Which quests do you go to every time? And what dailies? Do you wake up and know I'm gonna do this today when you're grinding? Go. Um, well, anybody who actually like has spent any amount of intimate time chatting with me, um, wherever, knows that I'm kind of like an analytical super nerd. So um whenever like I think about leveling, like I'm I have a build in mind or whatever, I am trying to super optimize not necessarily the format that I'm using, but like how I'm leveling them. So I'm going to have specific skills on my bars um, that are not necessarily efficient or useful. Um, and I'm going to want to get as many skill points as possible, etc. So for me, um, I really like a variety. So sometimes I'll use quests. And for me, the actual main story quest is the one that I like the most. Um, without like any real like experience scrolls and stuff, I think you can go from like level one to I think level eighteen just doing exclusively the uh, main story, and that's like speed running it. So you're actually not fighting a lot of the ads along the way. Um, and the reason why I like that one is that you get a lot of skill points, and the actual quest XP is kind of absurdly high on the main story quest. Um, so it, that's a really good way to level through quests. Um, and like I said, um, and you mentioned earlier, a lot of the um, main zone stories, especially for DLC, will give you frequent skill points. Um, and, you know, we, we've done our share of Sky Shard hunting, which is great but it also can be not as exciting. But you get a lot of experience exploring along the ways, too. Um, way shrines, man. Way shrines yeah, are and locking always those. important. Um, pulls is actually one of my least favorite. I don't really like doing pulls as much. It feels the most grindy to me. It is probably one of the more efficient ways, I think, for probably most people's experience and opinion. It does um, really it, feel MMO. The yeah, it feels it feels like old school MMO. Like it feels <laughs> it feels like a grind. It was RuneScape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I I think some people kind of enjoy. Like it, it's probably 
something I, they know I, and I love and have crafted. Of... And like when you get the pull just right and you were on it, like you created that pull. So it's very rewarding. I have that, I have that bug a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's probably my least favorite. Um, dailies are nice, especially because I am such a motif nerd. Um, I really liked using that system a lot. Um, uh, the XP from the dailies in Gold Coast were some of my favorites. I remember with um, either double XP or with an experience scroll, I remember getting um, after I was level 50, like leveling my CP, getting like 175,000 from doing a daily in Gold Coast. Um, that is insane. Yeah. So, so like doing those world bosses um, and delves. Really nice. Um, What's that? The Minotaur style, right? It's a correct. The Minotaur style. one. Yep, it's very legit. So, I mean, that's what I really like about doing dailies. Um, also, you know, I think we all enjoy doing um, pledges, which is another type of daily. Um, and uh, but my go-to, like, if I'm just like I need to level this character, my go-to is the Dolmen Farm, which is pretty boring, but uh, has zero downtime. But what I like about it is it doesn't take a lot of mental effort. Like pulls, you do have to pay attention, but you can kind of get into a rhythm and then it becomes a little bit more mindless. But um, dolmens, you don't have to physically do much. Like you join a dolmen group and you just tag along and you can almost fully check out. You just have to run back and forth a lot. I mean, um, and you, is and you get a lot of jewelry, and I like the jewelry stuff to break down because I'm a crafting nerd. So, Dolmens is by far my favorite, and the Alakir is by far the best Dolmen run. But there are other places out there. I mean, Dolmens is really like you get out of it what you put in, and you could like just get in a group and chill at one Dolmen almost. <laughs> really, you could. You absolutely. could just sit and let them rotate back to you. There are people that do it. Hundred percent. So I mean, it, if you choose to run to every three dolmen, like be on the dot and get, you know, try and get kills and eke out every bit of experience, you know, you can make it level faster, and you could also choose to just, you know, get as much as you can, like, yeah. uh, you know, some of our guildies who would just choose to AFK to keep and you know get the tick whenever. There was a ticket that keep recently. <laughs> hey, you know, that's one way to do it. But, but yeah, my, my yeah, my go-tos, main story, uh Alakir Dolmens and uh probably um region delve um dailies. Those are probably delve and, and world boss. Those are, those are probably my go-to. Man. Come on, Graham. We all know you're doing like at least the battleground or two to get rapids. Oh, you're you're totally right. Um, I actually don't do the battleground one as much anymore because they made the change to being third place. You don't get the the XP boost, which is smart because I believe they did that so people aren't just joining and then like just AFKing and not contributing. Um, and then. But because of that, sometimes, you know, you just end up on that one team that's not great, and uh, they're all healers or something, and the other two teams are all Sorks and Templars. So you can do, like, five Battlegrounds and not get that XP boost. So I actually don't like that anymore. Um, Especially because now you can't do it with friends either, so it's not fun. So, But the Daily Dungeon one, that is the number one for me. 
uh, you do that every time. And if you are doing dailies, you queue for that random dungeon. Um, and if you are doing domains, you queue for that random dungeon. If you're doing quests, you queue for that random dungeon and you get it done along the way. But yeah, that that's that's the best way, in my opinion, for sure. And I am a proficient enough tank that I can actually put on a ranged taunt and taunt with anything and know what I'm doing. So For real, though, Rip Rapids, man. You know, Rip, Rip Rapids being the first thing in slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. gonna, it feels bad, man. But yeah, it's okay. But yeah. So that's that's my thing. Um that that's my preferences. Those are what I like to do. Thanks for uh reminding me of my favorite, which is the daily uh random dungeon. That's by far the best and my favorite. So um yeah, what about you, Bob? What's your uh best favorite places and your preference? So I am going to keep my, I'm going to pretty much yield my time to the community because we did have a very just great response to uh, our tweet about this episode coming out. And I want to make sure I mention some of these things that people said, but I, um, you know, I've done a lot of things leveling. Graham pretty much nailed it. I love doing all those things. Um, But having, you know, played this when it first came out, and it was super MMO. Each you know region almost locked down by level. You know, Ardon was one through ten. This you know Grawa was ten through twenty. So you had to find a grind spot for each region. Now that's just kind of really MMO of me, but I still have a spot in Grawood by the Ossuary Way Shrine. Um, just. East of the Elden Root Temple Way Shrine. There's a dolmen, there's a delve, and there's a beautiful little circle with a bunch of ghosts that you can pull in big pulls and just farm. And usually there's no one there. Good experience because there's not a lot of people around you. You have a dolmen that comes up every now and again. When there's not a lot of people, you get more, ex- much more experience in a dolmen. If you solo a dolmen, you get vastly more experience than being an alligator at a dolmen. And then there's also a Delve if you want to add that in the mix. So there's just all kinds of stuff. I still go there constantly. That's my favorite. Um, Other than all the other awesome stuff that Graham said. But as we wrap this up, we have have some community, uh, you know, ideas here. So I always try and, you know, send out some tweet about what we're doing this week. And this one, you know, people really, people had some, you know, they wanted to let everyone know how they like to level. So I'm just going to go down the list. Hyper Pixie, classic. AD Spy, unfortunately, but random dungeons, one vote. I'm telling you, random dungeons are going to be probably at the top. We got Brad B over here who says he runs around wherever until level 10. Then Cyrodiil for Rapids, or Vigor soon, I guess. Hashtag Rip Rapids. That's, you know, just personal. That's personal input there. Um, solo pub dungeons until 35 or so, and then Battlegrounds for Vigor slash Rapids and fun. That is, that's an awesome approach. It really reminds me of one of our friends, um, Vox that he loves to do like the battlegrounds to get through like 40 to 50 
it's kind of his thing. So that really like reminded me of his kind of approach. And PvP is an awesome way to level. Like we didn't really talk about it, and it's not the best. It's probably similar, I'd say, to questing. But if you really just spend time in PvP, you you will get levels. Taking the keeps and the resources and everything, that's killing NPCs. You, you get experience for that stuff as well. And then continuing on, we've got the legend Lotus of Doom, who loves farming public dungeons to get pieces with a couple of buddies. And that's a great way, too, that we didn't even really talk about. Public dungeons are, there's one in every region, two in a lot of the chapters. Um, and a lot of the chapter ones later, they give these little drop pieces that you put together and make cool little things. And that is a huge incentive to go farming them. Plus, you get levels. So, I mean, yeah. that's in-game collectibles. And every uh, public dungeon, I believe, has a group event, which will give yeah. you one skill point. Very true. Very, very true. Plus, if you play on console, there's an achievement for killing all the bosses in each public dungeon of each faction. So, always that little incentive as well. Now, following that, we've got Ninetail Fox, which is just a freaking awesome name. And he says, definitely dungeon grinding. My wife just got her own account and is starting from absolute zero. Life is rough for her right now after having an 810 on a six-year account with all the fun stuff. And Ninetails, we wish you and your wife the best of luck. I highly commend you guys. Uh, her starting a new account so you guys you know play together have some fun uh graham can vouch for this he's the tank where me and my girl are the dps in our end game group you guys have heard her solo uh han solo chicks yeah i mean playing getting to play with your significant other is really something special and i really cherish that then we've got uh the Freaking awesome artist that drew my Necro, who also vouches for Dolmen Grinding. One of her favorite things in the base game. Dolmen Grinding is freaking awesome. And like I said, slapped a Molog Ball in the face every time. We got Wendim, who rolls up a new character for every chapter. And yes, I did ask. It was a Necro for Elsewhere, and it was a Warden for Morrowind. Because, heck yeah, Necros are the best. Then we have good old Lincoln from, uh, if you guys have ever heard me be on the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, uh, Patreon episodes, at least. I was also on my own episode over there. It's really cool. You should check it out. But I'm on the Patreon episode there every month, and Lincoln is also there. He says that it's probably dungeons for him, but he thinks dolmens are the best. And, you know, he's, he's probably not wrong. Then we have... Skyla, Sila, I don't know. I, I hope I'm saying it right. Their tag is at Kindred Villain, and I just, I personally hope that's Spider-Man reference. I don't know. That's just me. Anyways, questing with XP scrolls. I just walk around the zones, completing every quest. I usually hit level 50 by the time I complete one alliance's zone quest. That's how you do it. That's that's the old school right there that's how it's supposed to be you're supposed <laughs> to play your faction and hit 50 by the end right graham that's true yeah that's that's the og right there that's og i appreciate that right there and we got joanna riddle dolman grinding another vote for dolman grinding that's her mission tomorrow if she could stop the game from crashing good luck 
<laughs> Especially if you're an alker, like it could get bad. Uh PC I've seen like, you know, most people seem to play on PC. I did some definite Alakir grinding to get to 10 and get you guys some scores over there in PC and it's it seemed all right. We we crash all the time on console. You know, we 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 crash cuz we turn on the game and you know, look at it the wrong way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um two more we got Jose Rodriguez, who prefers to have someone run him through Skyreach, which we also told you guys about. It is a freaking awesome way to level. But usually end up grinding Spell Scar because I have no friends. Oh, yes. This is why I wanted to read this one. Spell Scar. That is an awesome, awesome pull area. One of those places we we're telling you guys about large, large groups of ads. You pull, like, you know, you could break the whole huge area up into a few different pulls and go do a pull hit the next one hit the next one hit the next one by the time you cycle back that first one has respawned so spell scar in craglorn is a very popular uh pull xp grinding site uh one of our guildmates 40s he that's that's his go-to i know that too so then last one we've got cat ign morningstar nine 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 who says they put on an experience scroll and discover way shrines pathfinding to which i of course replied how important freaking way shrines are because if you like level a character get it to 50 and then realize you really want to do something significant on it like you know, lore books or Sigic or I don't know. Get you know, to the uh, content that you want to grind the, the gear from. You're you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh great. <laughs> I can't even go there. I'm gonna have to walk you around. Feel the like a noob. Yeah, exactly. Like you'll be like, I mean, I've been there. I've been on a new character. I'm like, oh my god, I cannot go to the place I want to go unless someone like carries me there, pretty much. So way shrines are very important. Super good way to level. That was yeah. That was wow, you got a lot of great responses. That was awesome. Thanks, everyone. That was yeah, really super cool. Appreciate you guys replying. I love it when people reply. I was blown away. I was like, oh man, this this is good. People are gonna be excited for this episode. I guess. Which I mean, who isn't like leveling? We've like I said, I I should have counted from the start the number of tunes I made and leveled to fifty. Um, you know, slap six year ago, Bob in the in the face. Hindsight, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun. I like leveling. I've done all kinds of stuff to level. Uh, but anyways, we have almost gotten to the point of rambling we've given you guys everything we know about leveling and i've you know kept graham up as long as i feel safe doing so um i guess you know this feels weird but i will feel fill in for dog here if you guys want to hit us up and talk you can find the show on twitter at red diamond cast we do have a Facebook page over at Facebook. I don't know. The Red Diamond Courier over there, too. Doctor runs that one. Um, the Xbox Guild, we have Heirs of the Red Diamond. You can 
totally feel free to join it and come game with us. And it is very easy to do so by joining the Robots Radio Discord and hitting us up there in the channel that is just special for us and our fans, the Red Diamond Courier channel. And you can join that Discord by checking out robotsradio.net. There's a link in there. And you can check out all the other awesome shows over there. Now, if you check out our show notes, you can see that we have a link to our merch store and we have a link for you to get 15% off your first purchase on Loot Crate. And the code is there. Just make sure you use our link. Plus, you could go get music created by one of the most awesome dudes out there, Daniel Nisley. So there are links to all of those cool things in our show notes. Plus, if you feel so inclined to go check out uh, any podcast service, if you're listening to us and they give a spot for you to leave a review, it will literally make my day. I will be like, oh, my God, someone left a review. Um, But anyways... If you leave a five-star review, as you heard earlier, I will shout it out on the show. Or dog, you choose. Or Graham, I will call him in. I will be like, dude, the people that want to hear from the Dryad. But speaking of Mr. Dryad himself, Graham, I know the people want to talk to you, man. Where can they find you? Uh, I am pretty accessible on most gaming sites and things um, under my name, Grammaton Dryad. Um, those places include Twitch, Twitter, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, Steam. Um, I'm in a ton of different communities and discords and things like that. But if you Google me, you use, you'll be able to find me. I'm somewhere. Perfect. And uh, if for some reason you're listening to this and, oh, actually, I know a great reason. If you're listening to this and you want to go tell dog, like, wow, man, way to, you know, fall asleep and you could have been there, you know, like, let your best friends down and you smell like sandwiches. Anyways, you can go find him on Twitter. He is dogbark 24 D-O-double-G-E-D. Also, you can find him on Xbox, Dog to Bark 24, and you can play with him, but he will probably get you killed. <laughs> like he has to me mm-hmm. uh, many times. And 100%. Him, honestly. 100%. And um, he's done that to me on Xbox, where you can find me, Bob Chichinski, double C H I N S K E. And also, uh, if you fit an underscore there between the Bob and the Chichinsky, you'll find me on ESOPC, Twitter, and Twitch. Come hang out. Always talk. And you know what? Since Graham said you could Google me, too, because I did it, and there is no other Chichinsky. I am still the only one for now, so it's very easy to find me. So... There you go. You have that. We have that going for us, guys. You know, things are happening. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Graham, dude, thanks for chilling with me, man. Thanks for coming through. You're always here for us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, That's what I do. I show up when I'm needed. I'm like Batman. That's good, man. We definitely, I had to pull out, you know, the bat signal here this week. 
But hopefully, uh, you know, Dog will be back next week. And uh, you know, also, hopefully, Graham's, you know, he is a he's a busy, busy human being out there. So he's got some stuff. But we always, always love it when you do stop by, Graham, and the door is always open for you, my friend. You are always welcome to come on. Maybe sometime uh, during your break there, during Somerset Celebration, we'll get you back on. Yeah, thanks. I always have a blast. Sweet. So I will let you get to sleep, my man, and I will let you all go off and do your thing. We hope you guys are having a great day and a great week. And you know what? I mean, why not even a great month? Like, you know, it's 2020. Just, you know, you got to take it each day at a time. But thank you guys for listening. Graham, thank you for stopping by. We will talk to you guys next week. Happy leveling. to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Should introduce myself. Um, I'm Corin Black, a humble half-demon. And folks around Baltimore call me the Devil's Runt. Here we go. Finally moving again. about methamphetamines you know devil's blood don't make you a devil under the shroud fantasy noir and horror from baltimore's sin-soaked streets find creator ian humphrey on twitter at fictional ian